0: The Nerdist School Network For class and show information Visit NerdistSchool.com Hey listen to Sequel Squeal the podcast where we watch a movie And all it's sequels right Benny Yes you are correct Chad Foglin Right here on the Nerdist School Network Yay us Yeah we're done that was good
1: (laughs) Bethany and Gareth Desperately wanted a child but they were each hoping the child would look like them and not their spouse.
2: I guess my plan was to uh, just cut Bethany out of the equation. Uh, because, you know, when it's, when it's a 50 50 genetic pairing, which, which is how, uh, you know, kids normally work, there's always a chance it's not gonna look much like you. So um, I went to uh, Dr. John, and he said that he could just do it from my DNA.
1: Now, Doctor John, and that's your last name. A M. My first. John John. Well, Jonathan John. Jonathan John. Doctor John, um, you 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 told Gareth that uh, you had a a way to get only his DNA into his wife Bethany, and to to uh, conceive a child that way.
0: Yeah. And don't laugh at it, because it scientifically works. We take her egg, and we strip it of its natural DNA. We replace it with a stem cell of his DNA, huh. with also his sperm, and it uh, would create a, a so
1: you'd essentially lead. be making a clone. It would be only Gareth's DNA.
3: Mm, yeah. Uh, Are you
1: realizing this for the first time right now? Yeah.
4: <laughs> I knew what my husband was up to. Uh, so, I went to my doctor, Dr. Claire.
1: Now, Dr. Claire, that's your last name? It's Clarence Claire. Clarence Claire. Now, what? what how did you advise Bethany?
5: Um, well, I told her from the get-go, don't do this, uh, but she insisted. Um, you see, uh, Bethany and, G- and Gareth have been trying to have children for quite some time, and this was sort of the last recommendation I had uh, but I said it's very experimental don't do it.
1: And it was to use just her DNA in her own egg and cut Gareth out completely? That's correct.
4: What's crazy about my eggs is that it has the Y chromosome already.
1: Oh so you have uh, what is that called (laughs) when you're a a female with XY or
2: XXY?
4: I don't know what it's called. Okay. <laughs> uh,
2: sh- she's actually incorrect. She just does not have a very strong grip on science. Another reason that I wanted all of my DNA okay. in the wow. child. Okay, okay. but Wait, I have a, a very
4: artistic side, Gareth, and I want our child to have my arts. Yeah.
2: You uh, you painted the floor in the kitchen once. Uh, it's an
4: we... I'm sorry side. to interrupt, but
1: do you guys even like each other?
4: I think so. I think we've just been trying to have a child for so long that we're...
2: It, 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 we're
4: annoyed with one another.
2: It rankles, you know? Rankles? rankles? is the word I like to use.
4: I don't like that he uses that word. Now, but, but I keep
2: using it. Dr. John,
1: um, could you please advise me on the word rankles?
0: I'm off the clock. <laughs> I'm not a vocab, I'm a, I'm a physician and I'm a biologist. I just
1: thought you were a smart man and could maybe tell me what rankles means.
2: Uh, yeah. It, I, I feel like context makes it pretty clear. You,
0: can you use it in a sentence?
2: Yeah, um, uh, it it rankles me when uh, which country
1: my of origin? Wife... I'm, I'm okay, so glad we're all here that.
5: together, <laughs> Doctor oh.
1: Claire. Do you so you want a soda or anything? I've
5: been so quiet in the corner.
1: Yeah, you guys, I think um, I think what we have here is an actual family. Maybe you don't need children. You know, the five of us, we're like one happy family <laughs> you know, together.
4: I, I think you're right because I really don't want to carry a child to term. uh
2: Oh. <laughs> It's now this... that you mention it, I'm afraid of clones.
5: <laughs> it's this
1: American lie. <laughs> I'm Ari Grass. Each week we pick a theme. We bring a variety stories on a theme. This week's theme, made to look like you. Today's show, unlike most shows, is in four acts. <laughs> Act one, you look like... <clears throat> Maryway Biscotti Company's famous mascot, Gus the Idiot is renowned for how stupid he is. I was getting into stupid situations, being an idiot. But the company was involved in a lawsuit for using the likeness of school teacher Peter Marks for that character. Our producer, Jonathan Gaffilta has that story.
5: Now, Mary, you... Just tell me exactly what your company does.
6: Uh, well, we're just like Nabisco.
5: <laughs> but you're not Nabisco. No. You're a comp- no, you're a competing, competing. cookie conglomerate.
6: Look, Nabisco has found their edge, right? And that's what we're trying to do. We're just trying to find our own edge.
5: Yeah, I mean they they've got the market pretty much cornered in terms of sandwich cookies, Oreos, nutter butters. Oh, we
6: do we do sandwiches. We do sandwich cookies as well. We put meat and cheese and cookie crisp on the outside.
5: And that product's mascot, Gus the Idiot. Now, why have a character called Gus the Idiot as a mascot for a cookie or sandwich? Yes. Yeah, can so you call something with meat and cheese in it a cookie?
6: You can if it has cookie crisp on the outside.
5: Now, I should mention that cookie crisp is not a property of your company. Right. So by making That's these sandwich cookie hybrids, you're almost setting yourself up for well, instant lawsuits.
6: Um, I, Can I just say that I uh, mistakenly said cookie crisp when I meant cookie crispies? Okay. okay. I meant cookie crispies. It's just like cookie crisp made by Nabisco, I believe.
5: Now, the inspiration for Gus the Idiot happens to be your ex-boyfriend.
6: Sure. Peter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, uh... Well, he's not in my life anymore. Uh, we used to, we used to uh, talk on the phone even after we broke up. But, um... But no more. Uh-huh. He took something from me. Very important. My dignity.
5: Hmm. I spoke with Peter to get his take. I mean, it was, it was
0: 12 years ago, and I don't see what the big deal is, and I've sent several letters, a cease and desist letter, every year. Now, Peter, do you consider yourself an idiot? No. I went to an Ivy League college. I have a, I have a
5: doctorate in literature. So what is it that you could have done to inspire such a character? I mean, it looks... I'm, I'm looking at it now. I mean, his ears are awfully big. His hair is just disheveled, and to be frank, it, it looks quite similar to you.
0: Look, meeting me in public uh, is generally a very pleasant experience. I'm a very well-kept person, and I can articulate on many topics of pop culture or literature or world politics, but when I'm at home, I tend to let, you know, I, I let my worries go, and I... I I dress, and I, I don't really, you know, keep myself up, and I think she really resented that in our home life.
5: should also add that uh, Peter is covered in just a thick layer of hair, almost resembling say, a, a rodent. Uh, Gus the idiot looks quite like a rodent. Oh, the the math. Wait.
0: Do I really look like him?
5: you rodent-like?
0: <laughs>
5: oh, God. I had insulted this person oh I was interviewing, God. and I felt bad about it. I went back to Mary.
6: I had gerbils growing up, so that's, that's why I've, I felt like he was my somebody. You know, I felt like he was the one.
5: You say he took your dignity.
6: Yeah, he took my dignity. Well, When we, when we lived together, and I told him all about my ideas... You know, for for the company, for the Nabisco-like company. He beshod them.
5: He beshod them. And that made you feel just...
6: Insignificant.
5: It made you feel like an idiot. Yeah, I not felt an like idiot.
6: an idiot. I felt like an idiot.
5: Yeah, I beshod them.
0: I mean, they're just knockoff Nabisco uh, properties. And then she was telling me, what if I put sandwich meat in the middle.
5: She puts sandwich meat in a cookie treat. It that does seem like an idea to the Bashad. It's quite unusual. And, the and then she goes and she makes this.
0: This character, this idiot, this numbskull that's not anything like me.
2: Maybe he looks like me. So Mary came to me, um, I want to say about ten years now. Uh, ten years ago, I was with my agency um, Tomlin, Hamlin, and Marks, uh, the ad agency. And and we were supposed to just have a basic uh, ad pitch meeting. And she had an idea. And she brought me a picture of uh, a man and said, this man's an idiot. He's an idiot. And I said, what does that have to do with Biscotti? Um, and she repeated herself, this idiot, idiot. Uh,
5: and you, and uh, you went ahead just... And greenlit the the project.
2: Well, uh, they paid very well. I mean, it, it wasn't as good as if we had been able to land Nabisco, for instance. Uh, but Gus the idiot has proven to be a, a big earner for Hamlin, Tomlin, and Marks.
1: Now, I have the um, distinct uh, pleasure, I would say, of um, representing both Mister Marks and the Nabisco Company um, against uh, Mary Way's Bisc- biscotti company. Um. And uh, I really think that both companies, both the company and the individual, have a shot at this one. And I'm going to really come out great.
5: Uh, This is Richard Warner. He's the chief litigator in these types of situations.
1: I do litigate all of these situations, yes. And uh, i got to say, Mr. Marks and the Nabisco... (laughs) company, uh, both have pretty good cases. Um, You know, it is illegal to uh, steal someone's identity, uh, especially uh, to portray them as a buffoon, a moron, a dum-dum, just doing the stupidest things, um, regardless of Mr. Marks' actual uh, demeanor, which is quite idiotic. Um, You know, that accounts; uh, amounts to libel. Hmm.
5: I caught up with Mary six months later after the case had gone to court. Mary, things have taken yeah. quite a turn. Yeah.
6: Well, I tried to prove that the Gus, the idiot, was based on me and my likeness.
5: Mm. You don't look anything like Gus. I
6: know, but I tried to prove that in court. I was representing myself.
5: A mistake, perhaps.
6: Oh, big one! I'm bankrupt.
5: Would you say you feel like the idiot now?
6: I've always, I've always felt like the idiot. Always.
5: You could find uh, products on the shelf. Uh, There's tape over Gus the Idiot due to legal purposes, but uh, I don't recommend eating their sandwich cookie snacks as they are quite disgusting.
6: Hey man, those are are my cookies. That's my product.
1: I made so much money. (laughs) It was great. Wow. I gotta say, I I love those cookies. I find them tasty, and I buy them a lot. Sometimes I rip the tape off just to get a peek at that little idiot. Up next on This American Lie, making it with me. That's when our program continues on This American Lie. Please stay with us.
5: This American Lie is brought to you by... IKEA furniture. Isn't it easy to put together? Just follow the steps that come included with each product. IKEA furniture.
1: This is Megan Limar. guys Each week we pick a theme, bring your writing stories on that theme. This week's theme made to look like you. The Self Love Collective is a group of horny weirdos who only want to make love to themselves. Through the magic of real doll technology, the SLC has made that possible. Producer Jordan Pridgen spent 26 months at the compound. (laughs) Here's Jordan.
2: So originally, um, just in my love life, there were troubles. And I thought, I wonder how common this is. (laughs) Believe it or not, (laughs) there are thousands of people with my problem. And even (laughs) one... (laughs) <laughs> who have devoted themselves to the lifestyle. Uh, and the SLC, or the Self-Love Collective, was a surprisingly welcoming
5: alternative to the general world
2: of trying to fuck other people.
5: Yeah, it's real easy. Just kind of just give it a tug. This is Frankie Muniz of the uh, Self-Love Collective. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, ever since uh, my uh, Malcolm in the Middle money evaporated, Mm -hmm. Um, and they didn't make a sequel to Big Fat Liar, I just kind of got lonely.
2: So Frankie, the Self-Love Collective was founded uh, around eight years ago now, and it was generally just a uh, a masturbator's collective, correct? That's right. So uh, tell me a little bit about how the introduction of the real doll to the group has done for everyone. is. Is it at all controversial?
5: Oh no, no, not at all. Uh, I mean, one of the reasons why we stop calling ourselves a, a masturbating group is because that implies you're just doing it for the pleasure. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're about self love, and there's more to it than just uh, rubbing your privates.
1: I need to uh, look into my own eyes in order to uh, get off. Um, that's what I've learned over my forty-eight years of Life here on Earth.
2: This is self-love collective member Micah Gordon. Uh, He is with him, uh, the uh, real doll Vanessa, who uh, he has been in a fight with recently.
1: Yeah, now, as you can see, Vanessa just is me. It's exactly me with my beard and hair Mm -hmm. and my hairy body. Uh, But I call her Vanessa because it just makes me feel a little better.
2: It's very real.
1: It is quite real. I um I I paid eighty grand for this doll. Eighty grand. Yeah, and uh, I you know money money well spent. I gotta say because uh, finally I can achieve orgasm, which I was never able to do with anyone else or my own hand. I have to look into my own eyes and mirrors. You know they can only do so much. Uh,
3: The doll's around about three thousand dollars fully complete from start to finish. Uh, they come to my shop, my body, the state-of-the-art body scanner. You can step in and we scan your head to toe, and we make a replica of you exactly like you. Uh, voice options are available if you so wish for it to communicate to you. But the goal here is to make you physical outside your
2: body so you can also experience that physical touch. The gruff figure you're hearing there is Rock Begley. Uh, the doll artisan, as he likes to call himself. Uh, uh, a realist, I believe you call you said?
3: Yeah, I, I, you know, there is an uncanny valley to a lot of sex dolls out there. The Japanese, they, 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 they're not quite getting it, and I spent years as a mortician. And I, when I found this I realized that there was a whole new market that I could tap into and and really get use my skills to help people connect. No rom- I
1: I am not um in favor of Papa's uh new new venture that's uh, of course me Rock Begley Jr. um I uh, Little
2: Rock as he is known to his friends and associates.
1: I I've kept going with the mortician um business and I think it's thoroughly disgusting what Papa has done.
2: Hmm.
3: I'll tell you I'll tell you what's disgusting. You put in eight hours a day for two weeks to get someone's beloved ready to be put in the ground. Only for a day later they'll be buried back up. Papa, can
1: you please not do this
0: in the intake room? Can someone be loving please
6: my husband's death
0: We have customers, dead. Papa Yeah, but this interview ain't going to change none of that, so I don't understand. I'm just saying people are going to necrophilia or something, so why not do it? It's not true, ma'am. It's not going to
1: happen. I mean, statistically, it happens.
2: From a purely journalistic standpoint, I I would like to move out of this room because we're going to have a hard time getting consent forms from
5: the recently bereaved. Let me just tell you, these dolls are a nuisance to the world. They're an environmental disaster. Hi, I'm Ed Begley, Jr., Ed Begley Jr. Have one of my carts. Wow. Uh, are you related to uh, Rock? No, no relation to Rock, but I, I'm, look, I'm a fan of his work, but not of the environmental impact. So, two Begleys opposed. That's right. Take a look at my, uh, my Tesla outside. You like that? That's the Model 3. Most people they don't even have it, it's not even in their stores yet.
2: Wow. Uh, that, that truly is a, a wonderful looking car.
5: Runs on electricity.
2: It's hard to believe. Uh, I've been told that some of the, uh, the real dolls also run... Well, well, that was a motorcycle.
5: Yeah, we, uh, it, my neighbors, uh, they, they think I'm annoying, so they just run their, their motors constantly to piss me off. I don't know why they'd think that. I'm a great guy.
2: So, why do you uh, feel so strongly about real dolls? It, it seems that this collective, uh, the self-love collective, really sticks to themselves. Is it any business of yours, how they live?
5: They won't let me in. I've been trying to get in, but they won't let me in. Everybody needs a little love, even Ed Bigley.
4: Ed, get back in the Tesla.
5: Is that your girlfriend, Ed? It is.
4: I'm Ed's girlfriend. He loves me.
5: You goddamn assholes. Turn off the fucking <laughs> edges.
1: We have a strict uh, no no celebs policy uh, in the collective. Um, we're just afraid that we're, we're going to... Um, a bunch of unwanted attention, you know.
2: We've already established that Frankie Munez was one of your members. <laughs> Is there an he, he exception? He does not to... clown
1: as a celebrity. I gotta, I gotta be clear on that. You not know, not even
2: what... after Malcolm in the Middle fame.
1: Well, he, you know, people recognized him for a little bit, but now what? He's just like the most famous Clippers fan.
2: <laughs> oh, I understand. I provide sex dolls to whoever
3: needs them. I mean, I have. Uh, this might be a totally other story, but there's an underground celebrity self love movement. Because they can't get a doll. And I find that crazy. I mean, my favorite actors are, can't self-love. And, I, you know, I'm, I might look like I'm, you know... Well, I don't know how people
2: might think of me, but I support whatever you want to do in the privacy of your own home, you should be able to. Well, you, it sounds like there's a, a lot of controversy around this. Some people see these dolls as, a, as an egotistical means of seeing yourself. Some see it as a release, and some see it as an abomination or a, a gate that they can't cross. If I were to get one of these dolls myself, a, a basic model, mm. what would it work? If old Lefty's not working for Jordan Pidgeon anymore. What would it work what, what and do? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's basically a lifeless doll. You put it in
3: a bathtub to get it to room temperature, and uh, you can do whatever you want. The idea is that you keep your eyes locked on it at all times to hmm. make sure that you are identifying yourself and how you love yourself. Uh, I am looking into animatronics and getting them to move slightly, but, um, again, it's not realistic. It doesn't have that kind of human quality to it. That's you. But I would say a basic model, uh, a perfect replica that you can just love on for a while.
2: Well, I know you've already made a perfect Micah Gordon doll. Uh, Yeah. uh, Did you make any extra copies?
3: I might have one on file, but I mean, ethically, I don't know if I could sell you a a copy of Micah Gordon. I mean, what about $9,000? Yeah, that will do it.
2: So it looks like my love life was going to take a change for the spicy. Ooh, Micah doll. You're feeling a little cold. How about we slip you into that bathtub? Oh, not in too deep. How about a little wine? The rest of this, I probably shouldn't put on the air. <clears throat> you know what? I believe the Self Love Collective is really on to something.
1: I didn't like that. <laughs> Up next, in This American Lie, finally looking like yourself. That's when we were trying on This American Lie when gonna continue. Please stay with
2: us. Thank you. This American Lie is brought to you by American Girl Dolls. They're almost ex- as expensive as a real child, except they don't crap as much.
1: This week's theme, bringing back a theme, bringing on a theme. This week's theme, made to look like you. (laughs) Act three, finally looking like yourself. Author and humorist Katrina Damswade never quite felt right with her appearance, like she wasn't truly herself, until one day, on a crazy whim, she dyed her hair blue, and finally felt at home in her own body. Here's Katrina.
4: So I've always had this blonde hair, right? It was long. From a very young age, my parents let me keep my hair very, very long. And they'd braid it, and I'd braid it. And, you know, it was, it wasn't satisfying me. All the other blonde girls in school, they were, they were so into it. They were so... They were having so much fun. And you know that saying, blondes have more fun. Well, I didn't feel that way. So, one day I went into the Rite Aid and I found a box of Manic Panic. And I grabbed that box. I held it with both hands. I went up to the counter and I purchased that box. I took it home. I opened it. I took a deep breath. I started applying the manic panic to my blonde hair. And I felt... I felt free for the first time. Free to be someone who wasn't... Blonde.
2: I remember um, you came into work. uh, I think it was a Thursday. And something just struck me. I was like... Wait a minute. Is is that Katrina? Uh, it, it took me a while. I, I couldn't figure it out. But um, you're there was something manic about you.
4: This is Greg Nonsense, my boss <laughs> at Baskin Robbins. He noticed right away that I had done something different.
2: <laughs> for for a moment, I thought a gallon of some new flavor <laughs> had walked in. Some some manic. Wonderful fun flavor (laughs) that is. Is that our blonde Katrina? No, uh, that that must be blueberry explosion. (laughs) Uh, I kept telling Greg, like, I mean, she's just like
0: the same person. Like, I I, I mean, no offense, but like, he was like really tripping out. And I was like, She's if you like her so much, then like, go ask her out. And he just like, I try the bubble gum, yeah. Uh, here. Thanks. Yeah, and it was like he got into a full flop sweat, and it was just like,
2: man, I think. you're Can I like... try the
1: rocky road too?
2: Yeah. Okay. He he told you I was in a flop sweat. I mean, now I I I, I was just surprised. <laughs> it's like, oh, I guess I oh, watched a lot of Garden State, <laughs> you know? It's like, oh, blue hair, and uh, I don't even remember. <laughs> no, no, it was. Greg it was, it and was, I
4: are going to the tattoo parlor down the street. Because I feel like my new hair needs something. Just a little, you know, like a little, just ink. Maybe a full sleeve. Ooh, ooh, ow, ow, e, ooh.
5: We haven't gotten started yet.
4: <laughs> okay, i was just getting ready to, you know, become this new person that I am. It oh, feels great, though.
5: Like... Yeah, you sure you want me to do this right on your hair?
4: Yeah, exactly, right on my hair. I feel like my hair needs a tattoo. Now okay. that it now that it's blue anyway. Can you do kind what? of
5: unorthodox, but uh we, uh we can do it.
4: Uh this is Jiminy Lixit, my tattoo artist. Ow 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 ow, ow! that's my scalp.
5: Again, we're we haven't started yet.
4: <laughs> okay. Well, um, Greg, I, th- I think
5: you're really psyching yourself up for this.
4: I am. I'm. I'm totally Greg, psyching myself up. Greg. Greg, Greg, Hey,
2: uh, yeah. Hey, can we talk? Can we talk over here real quick? Um, I, I think um, Katrina's recording hey, something j- for a project. We, just like real quick, man. Uh, yeah, sure. I'm mic'd up though. Okay, just take it up. Here, sure, take. Look.
0: She's not gonna solve your problems, okay? She's hey. not gonna solve your
2: like. You you think that she's some kind of like dream, but it's not. Do do you you see the color of her hair, man? Look, my life has been... uh, I was born nonsense and I've been nonsense my entire life. Greg, nonsense. I'm part of the nonsense family and and finally something's making sense. Would I I work at this Baskin-Robbins? I mean, that (laughs)
0: Baskin-Robbins?
2: If you weren't the manager?
0: No! No!
2: Well, it means a lot to me that you say that, but I don't think I'd be working there. Sorry, I was trying to get a a cookies and cream. We are sample. not at the Baskin not Robbins. Not. I, n- I know. I followed you to this uh,
1: tattoo parlor because I just no one else was in there. And Trevor,
4: I ne- Trevor, take that customer and go back to Baskin Robbins. Y-
1: yeah, We're yeah, Trevor. We're trying to do
4: something here.
0: Uh, wait, who's manning the counter? Uh oh, Th- nobody. Just remember, what you're looking for isn't here.
4: I knew that. Uh, ow, ow, ow,
5: ow. Yeah, sorry, I did push a little hard.
4: Ow! <laughs> Uh,
5: it's really not that bad. I'm a gentle giant.
4: <laughs> I can tell you are. But, uh Greg, I, I understand that you have this bromance with Trevor. And that's fine. Like, you, you, can totally, you can totally hang out with him. I don't care. But right now, we're doing this. How about a little heart behind your ear? Heart? Yeah, heart behind your ear. So you can always remember me.
2: There's no way I could ever forget you. You and that blue, blue hair.
4: I realized soon enough that this blue hair was going to fade. And fade quickly it did. Day after day, after shampooing, I would notice that it would just get a little bit bl- more blonde and a little less blue.
2: I feel like um, after the blue hair started to fade, every every day you came in, I... <laughs> I don't know, the the heart felt like a little bit of a worse decision, you know?
4: I think that it needs to symbolize something, you know? Next time I dye my hair, it needs to mean more. Not just that I don't want to be blonde anymore.
2: I've actually been meaning to talk to you about your performance at the Baskin-Robbins. What? Um, Well, since your hair kind of faded a little bit... (sighs) I've started to notice that you don't always keep an accurate count of the change. Who
4: does that? No one does that here. Trevor does.
2: (gasps) Trevor does. Yeah. And I do. I mean, I'm the manager. uh, what are
4: you saying, Greg? I thought we had a connection.
2: I mean, I did too. I really did. But something's different.
4: I went into the Rite Aid that night, and I realized they discontinued the blue. What was I gonna do? There was green, but I didn't want to be a leprechaun. There was pink, but it wasn't different enough. My hair kept fading. Soon enough,
6: I showed up late to work, and my hair was blonde again.
2: Hey, uh, Katrina, this is not me. This is corporate policy. But um, you've had three late days, so.
4: No, no, this is my first. I swear, this is my first. Hey, uh, no, my first.
2: I, I would love, I would love if it was your first. But we do clock in employees, so. Um, can I try no, the strawberries no, and cream? No, no.
0: You've what? been in here for three
2: days, and you have not picked
0: out of one of 31 flavors. It takes a while to try them all, man. Hey, guys, can you be quiet? I'm
2: firing Katrina. Oh, oh God, sorry.
4: Sorry. No, don't fire me. Wait, hey, kid. Yeah? Come with me to Ben and Jerry's. They have better flavors. There's R- no
0: store location, <laughs> Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, you freaking dum-dum.
4: What
5: is wrong with no, you?
4: I thought there was. Oh.
5: Yo, you're looking for a job, huh?
4: Yeah, I was hoping maybe after this.
5: Uh, I don't know why you're screaming. Statue. I'm not even working out here yet. Just give me uh, a sec. I'm almost done. I was hoping. Uh, eh, you just, yeah. just fill, uh, just fill uh, out this application.
4: Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, uh,
5: uh, I don't know if you I don't know if you can handle this.
4: No, I can't. I swear. I'll, I'll do anything. I'll be anyone you want. Well, okay. <laughs> it was that easy. I could just be another person.
5: Well, what am I gonna put on your name tag? You gotta pick one person.
4: Wow. Oh, I get to pick my own name? It's a lot of pressure. Uh, What's your name? Oh yeah, Jiminy, I'll be Jiminy. Oh,
5: well, that's just gonna confuse everyone. You're right.
4: Uh, I feel like my insides don't match my outsides anyway. Can I be insides? They call me insides, yeah.
5: I tell you what, why don't we give it... Let's sit on it for 24 hours and see if you change your mind.
4: That night in my dreams, all my skin fell off. (laughs) And I was just my insides in my dreams. I was just my insides and it was glorious. If only I could just be my insides. No one would judge me.
1: Wow. That was touching, and I gotta say, I love that author and humorist Katrina Damswade still works (laughs) at the (laughs) Baskin-Robbins. Up next, (laughs) this American lie (laughs) made to sound like you. Oh. That's when we return to this American lie on our program, please please in the love of God and all things
0: holy, please stay
1: with us.
0: This American lie is brought to you by sewing at a young age. It's still a craft your child can appreciate. It's not a dead art. You can pick up a needle and make clothes or curtains. It's functional. Children like functionality. Sewing as an activity. <laughs> Think about it.
1: So this is Mega Linemar. Guys, each week we pick a theme for our stories on the theme the sweet theme, made to look like you. Our fourth and final act, made to sound like you. 60s surf rock group, the Bayside Brothers, went through an experimental phase in 1969 with their album, The Album Album, when lead singer Denny Billmore took control of the, the, the band's sound, transforming it into slow cello music. Denizen Marsh Kowalski found some session recordings of that album at a garage sale, so we let him do a segment. Here he is.
0: California sound is iconic throughout all rock and roll. I mean, the Beach Boys, uh, the Beach Boys, early Weezer, that's pretty much it. But it's iconic. We all know it. I mean, you listen to a grunge rock, you know it's probably coming from Seattle. You listen to uh, alternative rock, probably coming somewhere in the south, like Nashville or, or Texas. But California surf is its own animal. And the Bayside Bros were really some of the lost greats of that time. Now, in 1968, drummer Denny Billmore decided to take the band in its own direction. And we found those early recordings
2: of him changing his drum set to a cello. Hey, Danny, what are you doing with your drum? Just give me a sec. You're ruining it, man. Look, I'm just ready for something new. But, but we need your drum. We were going on stage like tomorrow night and you're ruining your drum. Look, I'm done with the drum, okay? I'm done with this. What do you mean you're done with the drum? I'm we... ready to evolve.
5: What the hell is this stringed instrument? It's a cello. It's a mellow cello.
2: You sound crazy. Danny, we're the Billmore bros, okay? (laughs) I mean, the Bayside bros. I know our real name's Billmore. You're you're judging me and you can't even get our band name right? Look, I'm on a lot of drugs, okay? And that's just another reason we we can't change things up.
0: So, if you heard what I heard, The Bayside Bro's real name is my last name. (laughs) I found all of this after my Uncle Tom, who turned out to be Tom Bayside himself, the brother in that recording, died and left me all of this material. Which means I'm a millionaire. I get all the royalties. (laughs) Sorry, my producer just said this. You sure? <laughs> I thought I was Bill Moore.
4: I understand. It's Wait, tough. No, Identity crisis <sighs> is no, 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 no,
0: no, 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 no.
4: Listen. No, no, no. no, no, no. no, no, no. no this box came
0: to my house. That happened.
4: That did happen, that's right. Do you and know I've who been studying.
0: <laughs> I have been studying this fucking band.
4: It's tough, I know. I know this is very hard.
0: I just thought that I was gonna be special, like they were special.
4: What's your name? <laughs> Do you know your name?
0: <laughs> Denizen. Denizen
4: Kowalski Mark. Mm hmm. Will you tell your mother I said hi?
0: So this is um This is another one of their albums <laughs> that I used to listen to when I thought that I was related to them. And uh this is uh Tommy the beach. Vil The Beach. Yeah
2: The Beach, the beach. The beach. The beach.
0: And I'm right around the here. beach, beach, beach. Danny's going to come in and Sand. play a sad cello. The beach. Be-
2: Sand. Beach. Beach. The
0: beach. Yeah, you can hear it.
2: We like it. The beach. Hey, let's surf.
0: Can you imagine being one of them? Being part of them? Being part of their family? And being Famous I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Can we
4: can we turn it off? You need help with something? I just thought that I, I went through the same thing when I saw Dream Girls. What? <laughs> a dream girl but obviously obviously what? were you a singer? I don't know anything
0: were you a, like a Motown singer that was no, like, I abused was, you by no uh,
6: a young Jewish woman living in New York and I had That's know... it's not what dream
4: girls I like... know that's what I'm saying I went through a crisis this yes, isn't helping me <laughs> I'm, tel- I'm telling you so that you can feel better about your situation <laughs> everyone in this room's laughing at me the sound guys are laughing at me
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: We're not laughing at you, Mr. Kowalski. Though. Sorry. <laughs> I just. Okay,
0: I'll be real. I. When I walked into their studio to get more minutes, I saw a painting of Danny Billmore.
4: And it looked like me. It looked like me. All right, I'm going to hold this little mirror up to your face. What okay. do you see? Who do you see? I what do you see? S- I see.
0: Denison. <laughs> Marsh Kowalski.
4: That's right. Does Denison have a mustache? Does he?
0: Yes. Yeah, Denison has a mustache. But Denny Billmore, our names, his name's Denny. My name's okay, Denison. Okay, well, that's
3: the first we name. We were both
0: born in Irvine, California. He has three brothers.
4: I have three brothers. See, I went through the same thing with the Dream Girls, girls. No, <laughs> I did. I was like, they're from New York. I'm from New York. It was the whole thing. I understand. I understand what's happening. But listen, once you get a little bit older, once once time goes on, you will uh, develop a sense of self. I was gonna buy a house. I had counted the money. Oh, from the Bayside Bros albums? Yeah. How much money they made? Yeah. You didn't make any of that no. money.
0: <laughs> album, album, came out September 1963. September 8th, 1963, 20 years to the day I was born.
5: I mean, it made so- <laughs> Yeah, I really miss my dad. He, uh... He just hasn't been the same. I don't know what's happening with him. Uh, they say he's had a nervous breakdown.
2: This is, uh, little Marsh Kulowski. Uh, we took him into protective custody <laughs> after the breakdown that Denison Marsh Kulowski had. Uh... He's been a ward of the state for, uh, three months now?
5: I've been awarded the estate?
2: <laughs> o- award, of, award of the state is what it's called. Uh, it, it means... Uh, so
5: you're saying I am inheriting all the royalties? <laughs> from the Big Side Brothers? No. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's, that's not you, what it means. I'm a millionaire?
2: <laughs> well, sort of the opposite.
5: She's like my dad? <laughs> I'm a millionaire just like my dad?
2: I I think I've made a serious mistake here.
5: i got to call my dad because I'm a billionaire now.
2: I don't think you're allowed to air this, actually.
5: Dad, can you hear me? I'm a millionaire. Uh, He
2: he can't. He cannot hear you. Uh, Anyway, so uh, we we are very sorry uh, about what basically amounts to all of you fine people listening to uh, a man drop into a state of complete dementia and his son slowly following the same path. Uh, But my name is uh, Frank. I'd rather not say my last name, actually, (laughs) for legal reasons. Uh, But uh, you should know that uh, little Kowalski is... uh, in good hands, and will not be listening to the Bayside Bros anymore.
5: Thanks for taking care of me, Dr. Munez. Could I call you Frank?
2: I'd much rather you didn't.
1: And it all comes full circle. (laughs) Wow, I guess that's why we don't let just a guy who found something do a segment. You know, you live and you learn for next time. Thanks so much for listening to This American Live. Please come back and every other episode to listen to it. This American Live is produced by Jonathan Gafilta, Jordan Pridgen, Katrina <laughs> Damswade, Denison Kowalski, uh, Dan Heber, Jordan Pridgen again, Ruthie <laughs> Holmes, Brian Flynn, Micah Gordon, and of course the big boss man, Mr. Diamond Keop, who found something weird in his panini.
6: It's just like Nabisco!
1: <laughs> Please stay tuned for more episodes of This American Line.